0: Wayne Massey and all of you at B&A Bristol, uh, congratulations on all you're doing in this very difficult time. It's, it's amazing. And, and thank you for the privilege, the honour of being with you on this Pentecost Sunday. I want to talk to you today about Jesus at home. I believe that Jesus wants to come and surprise you today with a home visit. And the great thing about Jesus is he doesn't need to social distance. He's not going to spread any horrible virus to you. He's going to spread love. He's going to bring his love into your home. And I don't know what your situation is. You may be on your own, like 7.7 million households in the UK. And actually, you're not going to be on your own because Jesus is coming to your home today. You may be one of those, like... 20% of people watching services online have never been in the church before. And this is an opportunity for you to have a look. And a lot of people are watching and they're thinking, this is a great opportunity because I can't be seen, but I can watch. There was a man like that in the New Testament. His name was Zacchaeus. And he wanted to see Jesus, but he didn't want Jesus to see him. So he climbed up a tree. But Jesus saw him. And maybe Jesus is seeing you right now. And Jesus says to him, come down. I'm coming round to your house today. And maybe Jesus is saying that to you and you've never experienced Jesus' love. And Jesus is saying to you today, I'm coming to your home today. But how can Jesus come to your home? How can someone who lived 2000 years ago Come to your home today. Well, the disciples were in lockdown. They were frightened, not of a virus. They were frightened of persecution, but they were nevertheless in lockdown. They were locked out of fear. And Jesus appeared to them. And the first words were peace. Jesus said, peace be with you. And the first words Jesus speaks whenever he comes is peace be with you. And as he comes to your home today, he's going to say, Peace be with you. And the most cynical person who was in that house, who didn't believe, who, because other people have been saying, Jesus has risen from the dead. And he said, No, I'm not going to believe it unless I see his hands and his side. And Jesus appears to him, and even the most cynical person goes, My Lord. And my God, he recognises that Jesus has been raised from the, from, from the dead and is alive. And then Jesus says that he is going home. He's going to his home. He's going to be with the father. He says in his father's house, there are many rooms. And he's going to prepare a place for us in his father's home. Ten days ago, we celebrated the ascension, the moment when Jesus went home. Since that moment, Jesus has been operating from home. Jesus is at home, at his home. But he has sent his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. And Jesus explained it like this. He said, it's actually to our advantage that he goes away, because while he was on earth, he could only be in one place at one time. But right now he can be in your home and in my home at the same time. And he says, if anybody loves him, if anybody welcomes him, then his father, the father and he will come and make that home with us. And that's what Jesus does. He comes and meets us in our homes and lives in our homes so that you are never alone. You have the father with you. You have Jesus with you. You have the Holy Spirit in you. This is what I experienced. I I was an atheist. I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in Jesus. I was very hostile to the Christian faith. And my great friends, Nikki and Silla, uh, Lee, encountered Jesus. And um, I wanted to help them out, so I read the New Testament. And as I read the New Testament, it was as if the person of Jesus emerged from the pages. And I encountered him in my home. I was a student, we were in student rooms, in an upper room actually, above a bank. And there in my home, I encountered Jesus. And that moment changed my life because I discovered that Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it in all its fullness. And that's the difference Jesus makes. That's the difference Jesus makes when he visits your home. And Jesus wants to pray you a surprise visit today. He wants to embrace you, to hug you, whatever your situation is, to reveal his love for you. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He reveals God's love for you. He embraces you. He puts his arms around you and hugs you. That's what the Holy Spirit does. And Jesus is coming to your home today. So Jesus had promised that he was gonna send his Holy Spirit. The Spirit of Jesus was gonna come and live within them. And they were excited, afraid. They gathered in a house. Again, it was a home in an upper room of a house and they prayed. And then what happened was suddenly, this is what happened, this is the account. In the book of Acts, when the day of Pentecost came, that's the day we're celebrating today, the day of Pentecost. That's why we're celebrating it, because this is what happened. They were all together in one place when suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house, the whole home where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Here they were. This was a group of weak, frightened people. Uh, They'd been locked in the past out of fear of persecution. And now, suddenly, the Holy Spirit comes on them. They weren't at a conference. They weren't in a church. They weren't in a festival. They were just sitting in a home When the Holy Spirit came and took a group of ordinary people and transformed them into extraordinary people. And from there, they went and did amazing things. And God can take us in our weakness and use us. And this has happened. This is like this. This act is the history of the church. Volume one. The Holy Spirit, we read all the way through the book of Acts, how he took ordinary people, transformed them to extraordinary people. He, he empowered them. He enabled them to do things. And that's been our experience as a church. I, I look back to May 1982, when John Wimber, former rock musician, pastor, came to visit our church. And really, in those days, we had little experience of these things. But he came and spoke in the church, and amazing things happened. There was a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. following night, he came and spoke in, downstairs in the spring with about 60 or 80 leaders. And we saw people actually being healed that night. But I saw all this, and I was still cynical. I was thinking, yeah, but not, not for me. The next night, the Tuesday night, I'll never forget it. We were in church house, which is a bit like a big home. And it was packed. I was practicing as a barrister, wearing a three piece pinstripe suit, stiff white collar, arrived with Pips late, and Church of England, they'd filled up from the back. So the only seats we had were right at the front. And John Wimber gave a talk about the Holy Spirit, about healing, and then there was a words of knowledge, which he he explained like people having supernatural revelation of, of conditions that God wanted to heal. And various people I knew stood. And then he said, there are 10 people here who have athletes, foot. Now I happened to have athlete's foot but I was not going to stand up. Nine people stood. My wife Pippa was going like this and eventually the bruising in my ribs was so intense that I thought that I, would st- I had to stand up and a very nice American on the ministry team came over and said would you like me to pray for your athlete's foot? I said no thank you very much I'm perfectly happy having athlete's foot. I said I find it very satisfying be able to scratch it when it itches so he was very kind he said is there anything else you would like to pray for so I said I'd love to pray for the power of the Holy Spirit in my life so he prayed that prayer come Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit came on me with such power it was like 10,000 volts of electricity that it was so powerful I couldn't take it anymore But he kept praying, more power, Lord. And every time he prayed, more power, Lord, the power increased. So eventually I didn't know what to do. I thought the only thing I could do is pray against him. So I started praying, no more power, Lord. But he carried on, more power. And eventually there was like a shouting match going on between me and him. So I think John Wimber had had difficult people in his meetings before. He said, take that one out. And as I was being carried out through the French windows of Church House... John Wimber said, God is giving to that man the ability to tell people about Jesus. And I've often looked back at that moment because what it taught me was that God uses ordinary people like me and because God can use ordinary people like me, he can use all of us and he takes ordinary people and uses us to do extraordinary things. That's what happens when the Holy Spirit comes. That's what happens when Jesus comes to your home and Jesus is saying to you, I'm coming to your home today. So when Jesus comes to your home, that's that the Holy Spirit comes to your home. The spirit of Jesus comes to your home and he comes to empower us to do extraordinary things. And that's what happened. In the book of Acts, they went and did extraordinary things. This is what the Spirit equips us to do. Jesus said this about the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit anoints you, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, is on you. As Jesus comes to your home, as Jesus anoints you with the Holy Spirit, he's anointed you to preach good news to the poor. He sent you to bind up the brokenhearted. There's so many brokenhearted people right now to proclaim freedom for the captives, To release from darkness for the prisoners. To comfort all who mourn. To provide for those who grieve. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. And a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. In other words, you're going to make a real difference to people's lives who are despairing, grieving, mourning, poor. And this is what the church has done all the way down through the ages. And this is why there's been like explosive growth from the book of Acts, from this moment when the Holy Spirit came on this group of people and totally transformed them and gave them this energy. And I've been reading this book, The Rise of Christianity by Rodney Stark. Rodney Stark is a professor of Sociology and Comparative Religion at the University of Washington. And this is how the obscure, marginal Jesus movement became the dominant religious force in the Western world in a few centuries. How did this explosion happen, according to Rodney Stark? Well, it's fascinating. There's a chapter in there which is all about the pandemics. The pandemics of 165 AD and 261. That was when the church really exploded in growth. Why? Because whereas the pagans ran away, the Christians ran towards. They went to help the people in need. And that is what is happening right now. That's what you're all involved in with this Love Your Neighbour campaign. That's about the feeding the 1.5 million people in this country who've got a whole day without food because they can't afford it. It's about getting hot food to doctors and nurses. It's about getting medicines to people who need it. It's about having conversations on the phone with people who are in, in isolation. Meeting people in their need. And you're feeding their, their physical hunger, but also their spiritual hunger. There's a huge spiritual hunger right now, like I've never known in my lifetime. There's like a spiritual awakening. That's why so many people are coming on Alpha all over the country. And on our own course here, here at HB, we've had more people than we've ever had before. We've had 1,600 people coming in, in our own small group. When we asked the question, how, how are you here? Most of them said it's because of COVID-19. It's made us think, we've got more time, or because it's online, we're able to do it. And then we had... Under two weeks ago, the Holy Spirit weekend on a Saturday in two and a half hours. And I have always said I didn't think Alpha would work online. And I certainly didn't think the weekend would work online. I could not have been more wrong. It was the most astonishing thing I think I've ever seen in terms of the Holy Spirit coming. When we pray that prayer, come Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit came. On all who heard the message, and well, you know there's no worship, no laying on of hands, but what I learned is the Holy Spirit is not confused by zoom, and the Holy Spirit can heal people. Jesus healed people at a distance. The Holy Spirit can fill people at a distance, like he's going to fill you today at a distance, in your home. And what happened to those people? was astonishing. I've been spending uh, this week just interviewing them, hearing their stories. Let me just just read to you some of the things the people have said. One man said this, I was hit by this wave of emotion, a wave of love. It's like suddenly the Holy Spirit came. I realised that the whole point of this is you're not alone anymore. He realised that Jesus is now with him in his home. I had tears running down my cheeks and I'm not a great blubber. He's certainly not. He's a, yeah, profoundly moved. It dawned on me. Deciding whether to follow God and to follow Jesus is actually a very big decision. Choosing unconditional love and forgiveness, grace, peace, hope, all these wonderful things. You're actively choosing Christ. I feel very peaceful. I haven't felt peace like this for a very long time. It was sort of like being hit by lightning. In a specific moment, and I wasn't expecting it a bit, just like the day of Pentecost. Suddenly, a young woman said this, I feel like I'm the person I'm supposed to be. The way that God sees me is the way that I see myself. Another person said, tears streaming down my face. I've gone from being quite apprehensive to saying hi to God, which I've never done before. Another person said, I felt I was not worthy of love, that has changed. I can pray fully, feeling that someone cares. Jesus cares. Another young man said this, he was overwhelmed with emotion. He'd suffered from chronic anxiety, felt this huge weight lifted. On Sunday, I got down on my knees and prayed. I contacted people to apologize I hadn't seen for years. I feel like a different person. Another person said this, The Holy Spirit sent shivers down my shoulders and arms. I prayed out loud and I felt calmer since. Another man simply said, I was blind, but now I can see. That's what the Holy Spirit does. That's what the Holy Spirit is going to do for you today. The Holy Spirit is for everyone. On the day of Pentecost, Peter got up and he explained this to the people. He said, look, this is what you need to do. Repent and be baptised, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. In other words, the promise is for you. You will receive. As we pray this prayer, come Holy Spirit, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit today. The Holy Spirit will come and empower you. He will fill you. He'll fill you with his love for you. And I would encourage you to do what Zacchaeus did, the man who Jesus said, I'm coming to your home today. Zacchaeus welcomed Jesus gladly. what I'd encourage you to do is simply this. Two, if you'd like to welcome Jesus gladly, the Holy Spirit, simply put out your hands as a way of saying, Lord, I want to receive today. If you've never invited Jesus into your home before, here's a prayer which you can pray. Just say, Lord, I'm sorry for the bad stuff in my life. Please forgive me. Thank you that you died on the cross for me that you were raised to life, that you're alive and that you are wanting to come into my home today. And Lord, I invite you into my home and into my heart today. Come in, Lord Jesus. Now receive him. Come, Holy Spirit. Jesus comes into the mess of our lives. Our house is so messy. We've cleared it up for the filming, but we've got a messy house and I've got a messy heart, but Jesus comes into the mess and he fills us and he empowers us. And that is what Jesus is doing right now. For some of you right now, he's giving you peace. You're like that young man, you've been suffering from like chronic anxiety. And Jesus is giving you his peace right now. This COVID-19 is like an attack on the mind as much as on the body. And Jesus comes to heal your mind, to give you peace. Some of you, you've never really known that you're loved And the Holy Spirit is saying to you, I love you. You are my child. I receive his love. Know that you are loved. We all have a deep need to know that we're loved. And the Holy Spirit is speaking to you today and telling you, you are loved by God. And he is anointing you. To bring good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the captives, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring the oil of gladness instead of despair, to comfort those who are mourning, to bring Jesus to other people's homes. He's filling you right now. I receive, receive His love for you, His anointing on you. Jesus is visiting your home today. And when Jesus visits us, we're never the same again. just receive his love let it go deep within you he's filling you to overflowing some of you got tears running down your face that's okay that's the spirit of God healing you bringing you his love his joy and his peace in Jesus name Amen